Good morning to you, around the blockers. Good morning. I'm uh, I'm currently on my commute to work, and I'm late as fuck. It's uh, what time is it? Nine oh nine. I'm supposed to be at work at nine, and I got about twenty minutes left. So yeah. Sorry about the heads up, boss. Um, the guy took forever to make my fucking coffee this morning. It took about five minutes. I get there, and he's exchanging out the coffee grounds, and then it takes about five minutes. I pour the coffee with the sugar, and then there's no milk or cream in the little mini fridge they have next to it. Uh, do you have any half and half? What? Do you have it? Do you have, do you have any half and half? <laughs> half and half? Half and half? Um, so yeah, I'm late as fuck because of that shit. But it's all good. It's a great morning. I have a coffee. Um, dealing with cars can be such a headache, but I'm here to help you guys. And I mean cars as in um, getting a new one or if it's time for you to get a new one or some crazy psychotic asshole runs into your car and you have to get a new one, like what happened to me, (laughs) then uh, I'm here to help you. So, uh, you know, I'm driving my car. Quick story. I'm, I'm telling a story now. So I'm driving my car up a bridge the, to, to be specific, it's the, um, it's the Williamsburg Bridge, and it's at night about 11, 12 o'clock, you know, I'm going to see my, my girlfriend, <laughs> Girl, I'm going to see my girlfriend, guys, and, um, you know, it's raining, too, going up a bridge, you know, about 35 miles an hour, not, not really fast at all, compared to, uh, you know, what some other bridges allow for speed, speed limit. And, uh, I'm driving and then I just get fucking completely caught off guard, sideswiped, almost spin out of control and, uh, almost hit the divider median, which breaks up the bridge into two parts of the bridge to where there's a same direction, but it splits off left lane and the right lane where there's a median. I know I just repeated myself, but I feel like I have to to do that for my own sanity sometimes because I'm a fucking idiot. But I hit the, uh, or the car hits me, excuse me, and I'm trying to, to maintain control of the vehicle. It's, it's like fucking, I'm like fishtailing, I'm wobbling. And then I managed to stop. I have a clutch car, so it doesn't make it easier. There's three fucking pedals, so I'm freaking out about which one to fucking slam on. And um, slide up to the front. Almost hit the car in front of me, but I don't manage to do that. And then, um, you know, I had, to, I had to stay on the bridge. Cause I had to get uh, towed off. My my tire was blown out, and the guy runs away. The guy drives off. The guy drives away from the scene. And guess what? He doesn't get in fucking trouble, cause the mayor here sucks a bag of fucking dicks. That's why. So if you want to be a fucking criminal and get away with shit here. Come to fucking New York City, man. Fucking crazy.
But I don't want to be super negative on the story. It's all good. It's water under the bridge now. Nothing I can do about it now. I tried everything, trying to get footage, camera footage around the area. The lawyer said, good luck. It's like trying to get a prayer from Jesus. So, then what the fuck are the point of the cameras? Anyways, I guess for like a murder, even then, what are you going to see? A fucking 240p picture of a guy blowing out another guy's brains? What is that going to do? Um... So I'm on my way to work and I'm, I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, what I could say for you guys in a podcast. I haven't done a podcast in a long time. I've taken a long little hiatus. Been uh, meeting new people, jamming with new guys I found, playing drums. Um, got a new job, I'm not working at Brinks anymore, I'm working at Carvana. as a car lot attendant, which I am late to almost every day, because <laughs> it's 40 fucking minutes away, and I live in the city, and it's outside the city, so, um, yeah, but it's all right, I'm doing good, I'm alive, I have uh, all my limbs and fingers in my my mouth, so I can talk shit out of it. And bestow upon you information on how to not get fucked, screwed over, scammed, sandbagged, doozled when trying to get a new vehicle. So let's say for my, for my, for my sake and for uh, the ease of, of uh, explaining, let's say you're in my shoes, you know, you're uh, got a total loss or let's just say you don't have a car at all and you have a, a decent amount of little cash or you don't even have cash we'll start with some cash you get you got some cash with the total loss and you're looking to get a car you think well I don't feel like going through the headache I'm just gonna get something from the dealership don't do that that's the easiest thing you could probably do that's gonna fuck your life up fast but I don't have to worry about it breaking down. I don't have to worry about, you know, I can just get it right now and just sign my life away. Yeah, well, don't fucking do that. That's how they get you. That's the whole point. If you just think a little bit, there's you can find some guy, you know, you use a little common sense when you're buying a pre-owned vehicle from another human private party. If he looks like shit and he's greasy, there's a decent chance he maintained the vehicle. Um, just kidding, probably not. Uh, but you know, if if you go if you pull up to a guy's house and he's he's in a decent house or he's in a mansion, you know, and he has a couple cars and he's probably maintained the shit out of the vehicle and he took all the depreciation. And he hit the, the big time price, probably when he bought it new, or at low miles, and now it's yours. I mean, that that's a good deal. It is always good to know a mechanic, whether you're buying private party or not. It's just good to know a good mechanic. It's one of the good, good things to know, or good relationships to have with people. 
I guess a, a, a banker, a real estate agent, and uh, a mechanic. Those are pretty good ones. But um, yeah, back to the back to the car. <laughs> um, try to go private party if you can. I know it's not going to be something that you want because you want a new. 2019 Toyota Tacoma because that's what I want I want a fucking 2020 off-road TRD 4x4 Toyota Tacoma that sounds like fucking fun how much is that? 600 a month? the fuck man you can't do that no one can do that 600 a month plus the other bullshit that you have to pay. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't look at things you can't even, don't even, don't even, don't even, just don't do it. I'm saving, I'm trying to save you. Just don't do it. I know people that have done it in the family. I know people that do it outside the family, like friends. I know people at work that do it. They're fucking retarded. They're in the same spot or worse. They, they just, they're just, it builds credit. Yeah. There's other ways to build fucking credits besides signing up for $600 a month. It's the most retarded fucking thing you can do. Don't do that. Get a fucking gas card, go to a gas station, apply for a credit card, a gas credit, whatever the fuck, the, the things they have there and just get gas, pay the, pay the gas. You probably get points for gas, cheaper gas. Why wouldn't you do that? Why would you sign go through the dealership and sign your financials away and stress yourself out having to pay so much more for, for what, a nicer car? No. Would you pay, would you pay $10,000 for a nice pair of shoes? They're just shoes. I know there's some sneaker heads out there. I get it. Especially here in New York, it's it's a thing. I get it. People just want to just get nice shit, but no, save your money. Put something where it's an investment, where it's not going to depreciate as soon as you buy it, and then you go to sell it. It's not an investment. It's the wor- It's the opposite. I forgot the word, but it's the worst thing you could do. Just get a Honda, a little Hyundai. Hyundai, Hyundai, Nissan, Nissan, Honda, Nissan. Get one of those fucking things, man. Just think, just really, really be honest with yourself. If you're already thinking, yeah, I can't really afford it, but I, I, I'm gonna try. No, none of that shit. I would say 99.9% of my listeners, which is probably all about of 20. To, to five or less can't afford that so don't do it and if you want to do it the right way yes it is a pain in the ass to buy a private party but there's some advantages one you don't have to deal with the dealership fees they try to tack on which is a load of shit the other reason is you don't feel like you're getting fucking raped without Vaseline through a private party 
most of the time because you can negotiate with cold hard cash. Cash at a dealership, you think it's king, it's not king. They care about signing your ass up for that loan and seeing how much interest you'll pay and how much monthly you can give them. It's retarded. It's such a retarded fucking thing. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Unless your dad is the owner of the dealership and he can get you a good deal, don't, don't fucking do it. Just don't do it, please. The right, the extremely correct way, if you want to be safe about it, in a private party sale, and this is also how you can tell if the guy is sketchy or not. You would say, you know, oh, I'm going to give you this for it. You go there, you negotiate, you say, hey, this is the price I'll give you, and you, and you know, you can even lay out the cash in front of the motherfucker. I mean, make sure he's not a criminal, he's not going to just kill you and run away with your cash. But, you know, I would say I, I brought it with me. I have about, you know, say so-and-so cash. I know it's not what you're asking for, but it's right here, and, uh, you know, it could be yours right now. That's how you negotiate, because what is he going to do? Say no to a, a two, $3,000 less, $4,000 less even maybe? You're right there. What is he going to do? Say no? All right, see you. Sometimes you got to learn how to, walk, how to walk away. You'll find some. There's millions of cars. Millions. Absolute millions of cars. What do you think? There's so many fucking assholes in this city. They all have fucking cars. Sorry. Anyway, you would go and negotiate that, and then you say, okay, so the negotiation's done. One more thing before I buy it. Yeah, what's up? Do you think I could take it over to uh, so-and-so's mechanic shop and uh, get it lifted up real quick so I could just check it out before the buy? If he seems shady about it, don't get it. If he says, uh, well, I mean, I don't really have the time. I know you don't have the time, mister, but uh, you're about to sell your car. I'm sure you have some fucking time. So I don't want to hear that. If he starts being shady, just just walk away. That That's a sign that the car is ill-maintained, has a problem underneath that he doesn't want you to see. And always go and take it on the highway. If, you, if you're driving it and he's test driving it with you, highway speeds will tell you a lot more than, than some city speeds. If shit starts, if shit starts, starts ugh, shaking, if shit starts shaking on the highway, that's not good. So you take it up, you take it up to, uh, you know, the local mechanic shop that you trust, you know, your friend, whatever, you get him to look at it and he says it's okay, then you get it. If he says it's not okay, you can either, one, negotiate the price even further and say, well, I'd buy it if, if, you know, this was fixed on it and either you can fix it and I'll buy it or I'll take what, how much it costs to fix it off the, the, the sale price. And then, boom, you got yourself another negotiation if you still want the car or, you know, you walk away and find a better one. That's just how you do it. It takes a little work, but it saves you, it saves you hassle in the long run. A lot more hassle than just being like, ah, fuck it, I'm just going to go to the dealer. It's all good. Everyone else, everyone else does it. Why can't I do it? Everyone else does it because they get fucking bamboozled into doing it. Because no one wants to take the time to do things right sometimes. Oh, I'm burping. Sorry. I'm not even going to finish that sentence because I'm sure you know what I'm saying. And then finally... To wrap up the car shit, the private party, the last thing is when you do tag, title, and registration at the DMV, 
guess what? If the guy is really cool about it, guy or girl, they can write something really low, gift it, or or have it as a um, a trade or, or something on the title to where you don't have to register it for a lot of money because you're going to get billed on that from the government. If it's, you know, the car, uh, you, you, they bought it, you bought it for, let's say, 10 grand, and the title uh, says it was sold at 10 grand, you're going to be um, taxed on that 10 grand. If you, if he makes it, let's say you bought it for 10 grand, but you're saying you bought it for five grand or three grand, that saves you in the long run. And all that takes him is just a right of the pencil of the number. No one gets in trouble. They're not going to ask, yeah, right. You sold a 2015 for three grand. That's not their fucking business. If they ask, you say, hey, I just got a really good deal. What are they going to get a lawyer to come in, fly in from Narnia out the back door? It's the DMV. They, they barely fucking breathe and give a shit there in the first place. Next. Number A46. They're fucking mindless robots there. They're not going to give a fuck. I've done it every time. And all it takes is, is for the person to be cool. I've had people not be so cool about it. But hey, you know, if they're, if they're uh, super nerdy law abiding, you know, a citi- uh, citizens, law abiding citizens, it's okay. Don't beat them up for it. Technically, it's the law and uh, it's just a way around it to, to get a cheaper car. It's not, you're not breaking the law. You're just, you know, expanding, stretching the truth a little bit. You're not saying you got it for free, but you're saying you got it for three grand when you got it for 10. I mean, it's, the only one that hurts is the government. So, and I, I suggest you do that too. If you're ever selling a private car, help the guy out, help the guy or girl out, you know, all it takes is the, the jot down of a number to save that guy a couple couple hundred bucks we gotta help each other out man the insurance companies are not your friend the government's not your friend so that's all about that and then there's leasing if you want to lease a car that's a whole different story I mean I wouldn't suggest leasing a car either but it could be better Depending on your scenario, your situation, let's say you're in a place for two years and you're going to stay there for, for two, you can sign a two-year lease. <coughs> Fucking go. Late to work. <laughs> you know, you can sign a two-year lease. Yeah, you probably got to put one or two grand down. And then, uh, you know, your lease could be as low as 120 to even $100. There's really, really, really good lease prices right now, I'm hearing. So it could work for you. Um, if you need it for a temporary car, but I don't think it's a good, you know, like permanent thing. I'm only going to be staying here for four months max. And then I'm going back to to Florida. So a lease would not be a good decision for me. It'd be a terrible one. Um, I wish I could get around by train here, but... 
I looked up the train from my house to work, and it's just not ideal. I'd have to take like a 20-minute walk. And depending on if it's a shitty day, fuck, that's just going to ruin my whole day. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm about to have the rental car that I'm in right now. It's a Honda Civic. It's a great little, great little shit box. Gets me to where I want to go. It's nice, decent on gas. It's a good little thing, actually, but I don't know what I'm going to do when this rental car is up and I need to get a, some fucking terrible rusted out beater here that I'm going to be losing a shit ton of money on. So I have to figure out what to do. And I'll let you know how that fucking story plays out for me. But <laughs> right now, oh, look at this guy. He's in a, he's in a Honda. No, no. What is that? He's in a Hyundai and it's all, he, it looks like he spray painted the whole car black and he, he blacked out his car with his taillights and everything. And he has a blue tip exhaust and he has a sounds like a straight piped exhaust it sounds like fucking garbage the demographic here is really funny you'll see like you'll see like a fucking mercedes g-wagon next to a fucking busted clapped out kia optima in the same area you know it's not like they all like stick around each other they're just like all, it's all mixed up here. It's cool. It's funny. Gives it an interesting vibe. Same on the train. You'll see like a, a super well-kept businessman next to a, a fucking bum who has no shoes on. And he's picking his and eating his boogers. And he's mumbling with his face mask over his fucking eyeballs. And there's just a, a, a quiet businessman right next to him just thinking about nothing but money and next to him is is a <laughs> almost lifeless human this is crazy the, the demographic here and the, the lifestyle is is an interesting one it definitely keeps it interesting god this guy he has a sticker it says what does that say gas oh, i can't read it his sticker is so fucking shitty i can't even read it Look at my decked out black fucking Hyundai. It's not even a cool Hyundai. It's not like the Hyundai Genesis or whatever. Fucking assholes. Well, I'm at work, guys. Back to back to Carvana. Carvana. You guys ever dealt with Carvana? How was your experience? You should email me. Email me, email me about your Carvana experience. My email is J-A-Z-D-E-N, the number one at yahoo.com. Yahoo! All right, guys, I'm going to wrap this up. This was my journey to work. You're welcome. <laughs>